Hi, and welcome to the Fire Up at 55 Plus podcast, a show about how to put yourself first in your second act of life. I'm certified life and weight loss coach Lori Adams, here to empower you to let go of guilt, take charge of your health, then find and fulfill your dreams. It's never too late, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm recording this on a Sunday. Usually, well, that's the end of the weekend, and many people feel like, okay, it's the Sunday scaries. I always used to lament when I'd be at work on the Friday, and everybody would be like, happy Friday, happy Friday, like, we can't wait to get out of the office. And I understand that everybody's worked hard, and they want to have a nice weekend to depart from their regular activities. But I have to say, ever since I read a book and then invited the author, speaker, Robin Shearer, to talk about her book, No More Blue Mondays, Four Keys to Finding Fulfillment at Work, I started to think about Sundays and the Monday to follow a little bit differently. But until I left my corporate world job for good and started being a life coach and beginning my own business, I didn't realize just how happy Sundays could be. And I want that for you too. Today, we're going to talk about a step that helps you to transition to that life you want for your second act at 55 plus. It's a step that we often take for granted, like when we hear we should drink more water or exercise more. So today I'm going to talk to you about planning, and I ask you to open your mind, because as I mentioned in episode 10, how a beer changed my calendar and my life, sometimes it's just a new thought, a new idea, a new step that changes everything for you. I was always a planner in my various jobs, mostly in management. And I kind of took it for granted, and I thought I was very good at it, as I mentioned in that prior episode. But then things changed for me when I opened my mind a little bit. And I want to give you some examples today about planning on paper and why that's not obsolete today. And if you think of it, and if you just try it for a while, you might see just how much you can learn about yourself and make progress toward the new life you want. I'm going to start with something I'm listening to now, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He has written a book called Be Your Future Self Now and many other books about self-development and business growth. But he quotes Jim Rohn, very well-known in the self-development world, as an early entrepreneur and motivational speaker who became a millionaire by the time he was 31, and that was in 1961. So you can see that in today's dollars, that would be a lot more and quite an accomplishment. Dr. Hardy quotes Jim Rohn as saying, you should never start your day until it's finished on paper. Go to bed with a plan and let your subconscious create your future self. What's important about that in today's era is that it also means eliminating some of those digital distractions. You know, the ones that keep you scrolling on your phone while you're lying in bed, still exposed to the blue light, still exposed to music or a lot of noise and just gets your mind spinning when you really ought to be resting. So if you can start your day on paper the night before with just a few, very few constrained, simple steps that you would like to accomplish the next day, then you relax into that. And research actually shows that there are unique benefits to using the paper journal to enhance your planning experience, but also to boost your sleep and help you to use your sleep 
to rest into and embrace the person that you're wanting to become, including the things that you're grateful for. So while digital planning tools can be convenient, there are unique benefits to using a paper journal. And I'm going to give you those proven benefits now. But before I do that, I want you to, as I say, open your mind. I'm requesting that you do that, inviting you to do that, so that you'll understand that sometimes just putting your thoughts on paper means you realize them, you internalize them in a new way. A planner is a tool. It's a helpful support to make your transition doable and educational. It can shift any thoughts you have that you'll mess your life up. Don't worry about messing up a planner, a pristine planner that you're taking out of the cellophane. Perfectionism is the enemy of progress. So dive in, start ugly, (laughs) scribble with abandon, and learn about yourself over time. I'm going to tell you some more about great starter planners so you won't feel intimidated by journaling or trying to make a perfect bullet journal. But first, I'd like to give you some of those scientific benefits so that you truly will understand why I'm talking about this. So first, with a paper planner, meaning if you're putting pen to paper, you have increased focus and mindfulness. Writing by hand helps us to increase the focus and attentiveness to the task at hand. It allows us to slow down, breathe, and engage more fully in the process of planning, organizing, and figuring out what we truly want and what's most important. There are so many things on our to-do lists. My sister says there's always a list going on in her head. And that may be true, especially for women who've been people-pleasing. But you can certainly learn how to reduce the list and take a deep breath to be proud at the end of the day that you've just done a couple that really do make a difference in your life and the life of those you love. Paper planning also improves your memory retention. Research suggests that writing things down by hand helps with memory retention. You remember things better by physically writing down your plans and goals. As you write it down, your goal has been stimulated by brain cells at the base of the brain, honest to God, to increase your focus. It's like an active meditation to relieve stress. With using a paper journal, you do eliminate those distractions I talked about that come with digital devices, such as notification, pings, tempting apps, going down the path of the squirrel, and just becoming less focused. Writing longhand helps you to be more concise and to the point, to clarify your thoughts and mindfully connect, to eliminate that clutter of thoughts, and to remember, as I always say, words matter. There's a strong relationship between our thoughts and the language we use. We can get much more clear and specific. It's also a tactile experience. We have so much screen time, so much with our eyes and ears. But planning with a paper journal offers that experience that can be satisfying for many people. Physically writing, flipping through pages, crossing off completed tasks can really be gratifying and provide a sense of accomplishment. It's daily. It becomes a habit, a commitment to positive change, and strikes in getting done what matters most. Over time, you'll have increased creativity. With the blank paper journal, you have the freedom to customize your planning system to suit your needs. You can design layouts, add sections, use different colored pens and markers, find the planner that just suits you to make it visually appealing and personalized, or not. You can just start very simply, and as time goes on, see what you want to do. Continue to make it short and sweet, or add on, 
and expand your mind and create kind of a vision board among the pages. It allows for more freeform thinking compared to typing on a digital device. Over time, you will customize the planner and the habit. You always hear me say that that transformation is unique to you, who you are, who you want to be, and what you want in life. The more customization, commitment, and consistent over time, the more you make progress to the real you, the potential you, the best version of yourself for growing and creating your own desired second act, best life at any age. Okay, that said, it really is interesting because if you go online, you go into a bookstore, even if there is one that exists near you, you're going to find there are so many journals and planners, paper ones. So that is proof in itself, if they're selling, that it is popular and is working for many people. But that said, there are many journals I would not recommend to start with. And I am a certified Full Focus Planner Pro and have used paper planners all my career, many, many years. So I will take that experience and share with you some things that I think will work for you. And maybe you ought to pause on and maybe you ought to forget about altogether. First of all, I would not recommend that you go to the top sellers on Amazon. A lot of them are weekly planners. I think daily is much better. Doesn't mean you have to do it every day. Don't worry about perfectionism. But you want something that gives you enough room to take notes, to write a few journal thoughts, or maybe some gratitude items. You want to be able to have enough room that you feel free to express yourself in writing. Weekly planners are not going to do that for you. I have two awesome ultimate planners that I recommend. One, of course, is the Full Focus Planner and System by Michael Hyatt. And I will put the links in the show notes if you're interested in looking at these. And the Best Self Company, the Best Self Journal, not their Best Self Planner. So that journal, I will also put the link in. Now, these two journals are more like a system. I've talked about systems for calendaring in the past, and they're the ultimate, and they are wonderful for goal setting, for planning your day, for really projecting out into your future self and identity. That said, I don't know that I would ask most of you to start with that, unless you're already somebody who plans and has, has used a system like this or something like the Franklin Covey Planner, because they are quite elaborate. And the more elaborate, the more you might be intimidated to get going. So I have a couple others that are just as excellent in a little bit different way because they support you, they're doable, they make planning fun (laughs) and easy. And then once you establish that habit, you can decide if you want to move on to something more complex. But I highly recommend these as being every bit as excellent and productive for you. One is called the Planner Pad. It's like a simple funnel system. It's a notebook. You can either get it in three ring or spiral. And you open it up and has categories across the top, categories of your life. Maybe you say business, family. Maybe you have church obligations or you have fitness routine. But anyway, you put your categories across the top. There's seven or eight, I think. Then it funnels down to when you want to accomplish these things during the week. So maybe you're starting to learn how to do a Peloton bike and you've decided, you know, three times a week is good. So you'll have the fitness category at the top and then you'll choose which days of the week you're going to do that. Maybe you'll say Monday, Wednesday, Friday. 
Then below that, they even break it down to hourly. So you can say that particular Monday, what time of day you're going to do the Peloton. And it's nice because it is kind of a weekly situation where you look at the whole week, but it also makes it very specific so that you know exactly what you're going to be doing. And there are some note pages in the planner. You may need more note pages. You can always get a thin notebook and stick it in the back. But that's a really good one to get started, simple. And which I haven't said in the rest of this podcast is I assume that most of you are going to be using a digital calendar as well. I know I use my iCal for my Mac. And when I was in corporate, I used an Outlook calendar because you do need to be able to enter things into your phone to remember them. And then the idea with these paper planners is that the night before or Sunday, the week before a no blue Monday, you'll be looking at your planner and penciling these things in or putting them in hard and fast, a ballpoint pen, so that you can open the planner, lay it on your desk, and know exactly what you have to do for that day without checking every little bit of email, calendar on the digital, and paper planner or notes that you've written. But I'm going to give you what I consider to be probably the best journal to really get going. I love this system. It's from Habit Nest. They have a number of journals, but they started with one called the Morning Sidekick Journal. They have a lot of scientific research about the number of days it takes to create a habit. You're going to hear all kinds of different times, from 28 days to 66 days to three months to six months. But Habit Nest feels pretty secure that if you use their Morning Sidekick Journal for consecutive 66 days, And again, they give you some leeway. It may not need to be consecutive. You can miss a day here or there that you will be able to really get going. And happiness is fun. Their pages for their daily journal are short, sweet, full of little tips, success stories, ideas, questions, but it's very quick and easy. There is a section in the front that might take you, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour to read that tell you how it works but it's really fun. Instead of aiming for an unachievable perfection, the happiness people help you embrace and plan for the inevitable off days in your busy life too. And the journals are designed to anticipate what you're going to experience on the 66-day journey of using the first one, the Morning Sidekick Journal, to help you quickly get back on track if you do stray off. It also is so specific. You know, when people start a diet, they always want to just tell me what to do. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> well, that doesn't work for the long run for dieting, certainly. But one thing that is nice, Habit Nest does tell you instructions. They give you exactly what you need to do, when you need to do it, to get tangible results that last. But of course, incorporating your own thoughts and your responses to what they ask. Another thing they do is they take the big actions and the ideas and break them down into core components. So small steps that will still have the largest impact on your life. They've researched all of this and created this kind of a journal that really moves you along. It also does evolve with you. I talked about making the journal yours. Over time, you want to customize your practice of using a journal or planner. I'm using that word journal and planner, but I'm really talking about the planner versus a blank page journal. So it evolves with you, and the 66-day structure takes you on a journey, really, so that at the beginning of using it, you may feel one way, but you'll definitely feel like you've grown after the 66 days. 
And it also highlights unique expert guidance so you don't have to spend the time to seek it out, like examples of a good podcast or the scientific research in one or two <laughs> sentences that is handpicked from scientific studies, research, expert opinions, and not something that you have to go down the rabbit hole through Google to get on your own. And then finally, along with all this, as I said, you know, they've created this structure, there's a specific order to give you the right tools at the right time. So if you've ever been interested in using a paper planner, and I highly suggest you give it a try, or I wouldn't be <laughs> talking here about it, that you really give it a chance to achieve sustainable, lasting results. This is a good one. So again, that will be in the show notes. Start with the Morning Sidekick Journal. It did become so popular that they actually added, that's number one now, in a box you can get of four journals. Number two continues the morning sidekick process, and number three does as well. And the whole morning sidekick process does not take a lot of time. It doesn't have to be done early in the morning, as some journals and planners suggest. Just when you get up to get it done and check that off your list and learn something and think about that during the day. And then at the end of the day, look to see what the next day is going to be. And just, you know, whether you were able to do any of those things that you put in the journal to begin with for that morning. So I do hope that you will try this and think about opening your mind so you have a custom tool to make things easier for you. This isn't a habit like you've got to be perfect again about journaling or anything else. Just start small, put your pen to paper, clear your mind, and enjoy. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, for results to get you the reinvented, joyful life you want at 55 plus and beyond, please just send an email to me at hello at laurieadamscoaching.com so we can schedule an easy conversation about the possibilities. No pressure. And to keep the transformational information coming each week, please follow this podcast, Fire Up at 55 Plus, wherever you download your podcasts. And if on Apple, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share a review in a star-worthy rating. Talk to you next week when we'll have an expert who'll talk about another habit that is very helpful, but sometimes intimidating, and how you can get started. Hey, thanks for listening. To contact me directly, please reach out via email to hello at laurieadamscoaching.com. And I invite you to take a look at my flaming hot webpage, fireup at 55plus.com. That's fireup, the word at... 55plus.com. And until next week, make the most of your sizzling second act.